Dare to Rise. I'm your host, Nicole. And with me, as always, is my partner in crime, Miss Tina Kay. I am with you, as always, Nicole. (laughs) With me, without me. Always. Um, Yeah, it's great to be back tonight and have this interview tonight. What have you been up to? What have you been doing to prepare for your week or your month? Oh, goodness. Um, my children are still busy with their extra extracurriculars. My kids do sports and we're just in the thicket. We had a tournament in Park City this past weekend and it was just so beautiful. It was a lot of fun watching your kids do what they love is always uh-huh. exciting. So mm-hmm. just busy with my kids and their sports and getting ready for back to school. And it's just so crazy that we're in August. I can't believe how fast the summer's gone by or this year in general. Yeah. It's crazy. I um just hearing your stories about supporting your kids in their sports and um going to Park City, it just brought back so many uh, memories of supporting my kids and oh, I love uh, that. just the nerves and being that cheerleader to your kids and seeing them happy and go through some challenges too when they lose, but just picking themselves up kind of like daring to rise. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. But that's really been like what I've been really doing, working a lot with um, communities that care, the coalition that I'm um, a part of. So working on great things, going with that, we were really fortunate. We got funded for a grant that we applied for. So we're really excited to be able to contribute those funds to bettering our community. So we're really excited about that achievement with the coalition. So just busy with the things that um, I'm passionate about, which are my children and my community. What have you been up to? Well, first of all, I love that. I think that's why we're such good friends. Um, What I've been up to is wanting to celebrate the release of the book that I um, was a co-author, Experts and Influencers Move Forward with Purpose. It became an international bestseller within 11 hours. So um, it's such a huge accomplishment. Gosh, it's so cool. It's like so exciting to, to see the results of something that you put your effort and focus and attention to. And um, just something I'm proud of today or not today, but uh, recently I got an actual paperback. And so I was like smelling the pages. Ooh, like I love this. <laughs> and I want my autographed book. So don't yes. forget I'm on the, I should be at the top of the list. Yes, you are. Yes, you are for sure. So um, I think, you know, we've had so many different um, guests on our show that have written books or are in the process of writing a book and just the strength and courage it takes to put to put yourself out there and share your story, be vulnerable and open to um, sometimes probably some criticism, mm-hmm. um, um, but also a lot of love and support. And I certainly felt that writing, um, working on that project. But today I got a special gift in the mail of another book that I cannot wait to read. And it's called be less dickish. And it's by David Coates and Corey Kilpack. And um, just thinking about the strength and courage that it takes to share our stories. And, and for this book, definitely um, sharing some secrets of, uh, of abuse and mistreatment, narcissistic treatment um, that women go, go through. Now the book is full of what personal women go to. And um, one of the one of, one of the women in the, um, the story talks about is a good friend of mine. And, and I had no idea that she was going through all this stuff. So um, just kind of really connecting that how many secrets that we keep and, and just trying to do our best to live and with a smile on our face when we're not always happy. No, absolutely. No. And thank you for sharing that. And I would love to also check out that book when you are done reading it. So I'd love to check that out. I think what's really inspiring and just with all of our past guests and even the story you're sharing is people being able to create something beautiful out of hardship. 
that's mm-hmm. always so inspiring. And you just, you know, you just never know that the, what hardships, the lessons we can learn from them and how they're going to help us grow. And our special guest tonight actually has been able to create two amazing, beautiful things out of overcoming mm-hmm. her trials. So we're really fortunate tonight to share Jamie Furness's story. So I'm going to share a little bit about Jamie because she's phenomenal. She's a true entrepreneur and marketer at heart with a passion for anything she can market from products to services. She is keen on keeping up to date on the latest and greatest trends in the continually changing marketing field. With a sweet and sassy approach, she's already our people. We love sweet and sassy. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) She's able to captivate her audiences in the event she's asked to speak at. When she's not speaking at a speaking engagement, she puts her focus on helping companies understand how to optimize their marketing efforts and align their organization to accelerate revenue and boost team morale. Jamie started her career in the Bronx, New York, and later moved to Utah, then to Idaho, and now back in Utah. She's the founder and owner of the Moxie Agency, a full-service marketing agency and moxie blankets a meeky weighted blanket company both companies are near and dear to her heart where the outcomes and where the outcomes of overcoming trials jamie is currently raising two superhumans loves to play in the mud aka creating pottery i love Mm -hmm. that going on adventures with with her said superhumans and is an avid sports fan and our dtr audience we're so fortunate welcoming jamie furness to the podcast yay jamie (laughs) thank you for having me this is so exciting. Um, <clears throat> I I am so excited to learn more about uh, what skill set and and uh, experience that you have to share with our audience. But before we get into all that, we always ask how you're doing. So what have you been up to? Yeah, uh, you know what? I am very much uh, like Nicole. We are in in well, we're in. The, the beginning of fall ball. So oh, yeah. for, for my son, he does, he is, he is on a comp baseball team. So we get to travel a lot with that. And he practices several nights a week and games and double headers and all that good stuff. So, um, we're definitely in the middle of that. And then my daughter, she, Oh gosh, she is like, a, just, she's one of those girls that's just like crazy athletic with everything. So right now she's got, um, cross country that she is training for. So she's actually out for a run right now. Wow. I was like, well, can you just wait until I'm done? And then I don't run unless someone's chasing me, but I will ride my bike. (laughs) You know, I cannot keep up with her because she has surpassed me a long, long time ago, but, um, I can, I can almost ride my bike as fast as she can. (laughs) So, um, but she's like, it's all right, mom. So she, she's off on a run and, and my son is, I can hear him upstairs throwing the baseball around right now. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. You do have two superhumans. They're amazing. They, they are. You know what? I got, I got really, I got really, really lucky in the kid department because you know, they're both, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do have to beat them once in a while, but <laughs> whether they deserve it or not, right. <laughs> I keep them in line. Uh, they, they are, they're, they are just, they're really, they're really great kids. Um, but, and then work, you know, we're always, we're always working as much as we can. We actually, um, just had the, the best of state gala, but last week. So that was really fun. That Congratulations. was exciting. Thank you. Getting ready for that. We won the uh, best of state innovation award. So that was really fun. And then this weekend we are doing our annual staycation in Park City. We go up there for four days and do a lot of swimming and the Alpine coaster and we do um, school clothes shopping and we eat at our favorite restaurants up there. And yeah, we just have fun. I love, I love that. Park City is so yeah. beautiful. I just, my, my son is, is. soccer comps is a soccer comp player. <laughs> so oh, we're yeah, also, yeah. we're on the same lives, just different balls are involved. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, Park City is just wink, wink. Um, but Park City is so gorgeous. I love being up there. It, it just, even though it's, you know, we're in the same state, it's amazing that we're able to drive just a little bit and you're in a totally different, you know, environment. And it's just, I, yeah. just, I think it's a magical area. It's just so beautiful. It is. You can, you can drive. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's an hour away and it literally feels like you're on vacation because it's just a different, it's a totally different vibe up there. 
So I, we do, we do, we do several staycations <laughs> up there a year that. just cause it, you know, it's, it's, it is, it's just, it's so, it's so fun. We'll probably get in a few hikes too. And just that, that this summer has just been brutally hot. So it is so nice to go up there and it's like 20 degrees cooler. Yeah. And quality time with your people. You can't beat that ever. And so yes. taking you taking, you know, carving out the time in your guys' busy schedule to have quality time with your people. That's so yes. Yeah, it, it really is. It took me a way too long to to figure that out. <laughs> there were a lot of times where I was the first one to get to the office. I was the last one to leave. I never took a vacation. If I had to leave early for a doctor's appointment, whatever, I always would put myself on such a guilt trip. And after I, um, after the situation with my, the last company I worked for, I was like, you know what? I will never, mm-hmm. ever, ever give to a company the way that I would typically do it. Not because I mean, I'm a Scorpio, so I am loyal to a fault. Right. But, but when it, you know, my kids, my family comes first. And unfortunately I was so wrapped up in being successful and being better and smarter than everyone else when it came to my, to, to my position that I just, I don't want to say it was like, I don't want to say it was a bad mom, but I definitely could have done better. Like my kids sports didn't come first ever. Family vacation never came first. And now, Oh, you better believe we're going to go on vacation (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we are going to go to every single travel comp baseball tournament and you know, whatever the, whatever the case may be. I don't miss practices very often. I never miss games. They are very, very much, um, priority because not, it it was a great company, you know, and everything, but when it came down to it, they let me go and gave my job to a family member. And I was, that was probably the biggest heartbreak that I've ever gone through. And it's probably one I needed to go through in order to learn to put myself and my kids first. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And honestly, thank you for sharing that, by the way. I think, um, I won't, I'm going to speak for Tina and I, because I know her and she knows me, but we, I think any working mom can relate to that on such a real level, especially when you're in a competitive workplace and you're trying to be successful and, you know, everybody yeah. has different situations, but you want to be successful. You want to succeed. And unfortunately the environment is, you know, the really things that should be their priority sometimes take a backseat. And it does take a situation right. like what you're describing to kind of wake you up to be like, no, no, we're going to reprioritize this and I'm in the driver's seat. Yeah, it, it, it is, you know, and um, sometimes I have to learn the hard way twice. So <laughs> I, the I, second I, time, just to confirm that this is a lesson, not just a fluke. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> So I had my daughter at a fairly young age. And then um, I had been told by people in my family that it was, you know, it was the biggest mistake and that I ruined my life and I would never be able to do the things that I had set out to do. Because from a young age, I always knew I was just going to be not necessarily an entrepreneur, but a bit like a, just this crazy fierce businesswoman. I, I, I was slinging candy bars for my locker in like seventh grade, right? <laughs> and slinging hot dogs at the ballpark since I was like fifth grade or whatever. So I've always, I've always had a very strong drive to work and to be successful. So when I got pregnant with my with my daughter and, you know, so many people had said that it was, it was hard because, you know, I came back from New York to Utah and I worked at a freaking gift shop at a hotel. So I literally felt like I was going nowhere. I was doing nothing. And so that was hard. And, and I kind of had just worked just random jobs always. It's funny. Cause after that was always pretty much in the marketing realm. Cause that's, that's what I love. I love the creative and the analytical side of that. But then, you know, I got pregnant again, surprise. <laughs> and, uh, once again, everybody was like, Oh my gosh, it's, you're so dumb. You ruined your life. And, um, you'll never, you'll never accomplish anything and blah, 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 blah. So 
being foolish enough to actually believe that garbage because it's such a crock of shit. Um, you know, I continued to stay in jobs that weren't necessarily a fit for me for pro- well, after my service were probably like two years. And then I got a job that I felt like I was, you know, successful. And um at, at that point it was I was on, you know, a good trajectory and everything. But I did. I had to work longer, harder, and stronger than anybody else being, um, that, you know, that stereotype of that, Oh, you know, she's a single mom. She's going to have to take lots of work off. She's going to have to do this. She's going to have to do that. So it was always, my phone was always on. I was always checking emails. I was literally never on the clock and it wasn't even my company. And for what? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Why am I, why am I banging my head against the wall? Because I work with men who never do that, who they clock out at five o'clock and they don't clock back in until like 15 minutes late the next day. (laughs) So I just, you know, but I just, I felt like, again, when I'm unfailingly loyal, so whatever company I worked for, I was always just, you know, very loyal, wanted to do the best by them. But uh, again, after that last business I worked for, I like, I seriously was heartbroken. I was devastated. It came out of nowhere. Like I had a conversation with the CEO and sales were up and everything was great. And it, I was traveling extensively. I was gone at least two to three weeks out of every single month nationally and oh, internationally. Wow. And, and I had two, I had two young kids. And, and so I really just, I mean, I gave everything to that company and for them to sit me down the very next day and let me go was like, I mean, I've, I've been in love. I've been out of love, whatever. But this was like the worst heartbreak I had ever felt mm-hmm. in my life because I just devoted so much of myself to this company. And for them to just basically throw me away like I was nothing, that yeah. was that was hard. So that at that point, I was like, you know what? Screw that crap. I will never be used like that again. So that's when I started the Moxie Agency. So to put this in perspective, how long ago was that? That was about six years ago. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I started the Mox agency right after that. And, um, I had three months worth of savings to pay or to pay bills for three months. And I was like, okay, uh, here we go. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to do this. And you know what? I felt strong. I felt strong about it. I felt like it was, you know, what I needed to be doing. And I just, I mean, I literally just dove right into it and started networking and, and doing everything I could. And my, my best friend's dad owns a company and bless his, bless his heart. Because he oh, was my very first client, <laughs> you know, and, and, um, I did, I were, I worked hard to keep him and, and, um, you know, he was, he definitely, uh, I, I mean, I'll always love Joel because he's just amazing. He's an amazing human being, but he, you know, he, he did, he signed the very first contract for the Moxie agency <laughs> and you, you know, you never forget that. Um, and then after that, it, you know, things just kind of fell into place and, and, um, just started working hard and, and we're going on six years now. So that, uh, that has been a, an adventure and a journey and really scary. And there were times where we were eating ramen noodles for weeks at a time. And there have been times where, you know, we're feasting on steak. So it, uh, it took a little time to get the budget down and to really, um, stabilize it. Cause I mean, you know, some months are really great and some months aren't. So, uh, my kids are total troopers. I mean, I think my son probably likes ramen noodles just as much as he <laughs> likes steak if we're being honest. Um, but, but it, you know, they've, they've been, they've been troopers. They have, they have seen, um, you know, they've, they've seen what it takes. And, and I, I love that. Um, you know, that, that they have been able to see and to watch that and learn what it takes. And, and, um, two years ago, we started the Moxie or we started Moxie blankets and they are very, very much involved in that company. They, they help me with all of the fulfillment. They help me with the creative. They're in all of our photo shoots and any videos that we do. And, and they're, 
<laughs> they're friends too. Their friends have been so great to to jump into photo shoots whenever whenever we need it. Um, so that that company has been has been really really just it's a whole it's a whole new game, but it has been so fun. And that one started because my little boy used to have just these horrible nightmares like every night, crazy chaos nightmares. So I knew I needed to find a solution, but um, I didn't want anything that was a pill, no melatonin, no Benadryl, no Nyquil, nothing like that. Um, you know, I grew up in a family that um, unfortunately there's a lot of mental illness. And so it was, it was just, yeah, Papa Xanax. You'll be fine. Just go take a Xanax. It's not a big deal. Um, you know, go, go smoke a joint or whatever. And, <laughs> and that just, that just wasn't, that just, that just it wasn't, wasn't the right avenue for, for you. It wasn't the right avenue yeah. for your family. Yeah. So, you know, ex- well, especially since, you know, my son's only 11. So I really don't want him going to smoke a joint or popping his addicts. Um, well, I mean, my daughter's 16, but I don't want her doing it either. Uh, but so I, I knew I needed to find something. So I did a bunch of research and, and I came across the weighted blankets and then I bought a few and I just, I was like, I don't like them for one reason or another. So me being me, I had a prototype made exactly how I felt that it should be done. And I brought it home and that night I told my son that it, this blanket was magical because it had been through all of this training so that it could protect him from nightmares and creatures of the night. And, you know, it, it was just the spectacular blanket. And so that night that he slept through the night was just, it, oh, it was extraordinary. After going so many nights, not sleeping, to actually sleep through a whole night was, was just fantastic. So I knew right then we needed to help other parents and we needed to monetize it. So my daughter made the certificate. My little boy helped me write the book that comes with our Monster Protection Academy line. And then I was like, well... I really like this blanket. So we need to have it for more than just kids. So what started out as one line is now three. We have our classic, our Luxie and our Monster Protection Academy. And all three of us, we don't, we don't, we don't travel without, we don't even go to the movies without them. (laughs) Um, they, they They come with us everywhere because we all get such a better night's sleep when, when we use our, our weighted blankets. So it's been a fun journey. Um, we've, we've gotten in the, in the two years I've had Moxie blankets, we've gotten, um, we've been fortunate and very lucky and very blessed to have gotten some pretty cool accolades, um, like the best of state. And, um, we're a two time winner of the wildcat micro, fund grant and we were a finalist for the WEC competition and start madness. And I know there's a couple more I'm missing, but it, um, regardless it, you know, we, we've, uh, we've had a lot of fun and, and we've seen some good success so far. So it's, it's just been such a blessing. I mean, nightmares are obviously never a blessing, but something wonderful came of those nightmares. <laughs> so what are those naysayers saying now, Jamie? <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, uh, it's kind of funny because they don't say a whole lot. About oh, they don't have anything to say now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it is, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, and then I did have one that, that came back and was like, well, I always knew that everything would oh be okay God. because <laughs> I, I know that you're ambitious. And I was like, you know what, dude, you're out of the wheel. So don't, do that. <laughs> it's so, it's so no discount for you, mister. Yeah. There, no yeah. family discount for your friends, family discount for you. It's so interesting that people try to put people in a box or try to tell people yeah. who they're going to be. Right. And like yep. putting these labels on people. And sometimes those labels really do stay with us forever. Or like your story, Jamie, you saw within yourself, I'm worth way more than this. And your children yeah. are, are a blessing. So they there was, are. There was no life is over. You know what I mean? So people do nope. that. And then your life and everything that you're share, sharing tonight is a testament to that resilience, never giving up on yourself, knowing your self-worth or discovering what that is. And look at what you've taught your children. 
creating I, you know business too. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I hope they. Uh, I hope they take. Well, I know they'll take good stuff from it because they, um, they're they already talk about you know the different things that that they want to do. Um, so they're very they're very motivated. My daughter wants to be a pediatric plastic surgeon, and my son wants to be a heart surgeon. So they are very. They are very motivated as, as well. Um, so, but first, of course, you know, my 11 year old son wants to play in the MLB first. Cause Girl, what, I, what so, I was going to say my, my, my boys, do, my son wants to be a soccer player. My oldest is a collegiate soccer player and then wants to play professionally. And then my youngest wants to be a collegiate rugby player. Cause my brother <laughs> is a collegiate rugby player as well. And he looks up to my brother, but, and then he wants to yes. be a professional rugby player for the Utah Warriors. And I love their I love, little, love their minds. And then it's like, oh yeah. And then I'm yes. going to have like a real, like, I'm going to have a, a grown up job too. <laughs> yeah. 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 My, it's so funny that you say that. Cause my little boy, he's, he's got like this whole, he's got this whole path lined out and he, his, his retirement, you want to know what his retirement plan, his retirement plan is he is going to go with, with his MLB and his doctor money and he's going to buy a Bugatti and turn it and be an Uber driver because he wants everybody to know what it feels like to drive in a Bugatti. I love him. (laughs) I love them. I love how their little, their minds work. And I love how little minds, nothing like the possibilities are endless. Yeah. Yeah. They don't see the challenges that way. No, nope. Mm -mm. He, he doesn't, he is just, he's ready to conquer the world. You know, he's, he's 11 and he plays on a 13 U baseball team and he can, you know, he gets out there and he holds his own and he's, he's not a tiny kid by, by any stretch of the imagination. He's, he's probably the top, one of the tallest, if not the tallest kid on the team and two years younger. So he, um, you know, he definitely rises to, to the, to the occasion. And, and, you know, he's seen the different trials and stuff that we've gone through and he just, you know, like I'll get super frustrated with something and he'll just look at me and be like, ma, just take a breath. It's going to be okay. <laughs> so I'll look at him. I'm like, Oh, I know, but oh my gosh. Like I'm supposed to be so the adult here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he does. Or he'll just look at me and be like, mom, I love you. <laughs> I love and then he so knows much. that everything will be, everything will be okay. <laughs> you know, what's interesting I find, and you know, we talked about this already, but some of those challenges are the stories that people tell us and we let that get in our way. And, and then if you could only have seen when, when the naysayers were telling you that you're messing up your life and you're pregnant and never going to be successful to see the vision of where you're at now, it wouldn't make sense. You know, you have to go through those yeah. struggles, but to know that yep. your kids are actually part of your success and without them, you would have been successful no matter what, but just knowing the, what kind of challenge that brought on you on your life's journey. Yeah, and absolutely. What I love um, kind of watching your social media and, and um, your messaging that you have out there is how you really do put your kids first um, and then include them in your business journey. And um, I saw a story on social media about your daughter getting ready for a golf uh, tournament and you're in the trunk of your car uh, <laughs> preparing for a business call. So you're balancing everything. I love that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was the, uh, it was the WEC pitch competition and I was going to do it in the front. So it was at 1130. My daughter's golf tournament started at noon and I wasn't going to miss either of them. So I had to figure it out. And, um, the lighting was horrible in the front. And so I'm like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So I jump in the trunk and, and I was like, okay, so I need to have my notes somewhere that I can see them. So I, I open up the first aid kit and I get out a bunch of band-aids and I tape my notes up in the trunk and then like finagle the camera so that it's not falling with like athletic tape. And it just, it, I had to be very creative with how I got that. To work, You're an innovator, Jamie. That's right. <laughs> That's innovation. That's it was a, uh, you know, it, it all turned out really well. And I felt like the pitch went really well. And then I got out to watch my daughter golf a great, a great tournament. So it was, it was awesome. It was so fun. 
Oh, see, I think that's inspiring. Truly. Um, <laughs> I, I really, I really do though, because our people are, I'll call, I call them our little people. Cause they're our babies. Even when they're 50, <laughs> they'll be our babies, but yes. that time with them is so precious. And like, it goes yep. by so fast. Right. Oh, and before we know it, they're, you know, gone and doing their life. And then yeah, yeah, we're done in a sense. And, and so just you prioritizing that I'm going to be present for my children. I think that's, what's so important yeah. for not only working moms, working parents in general, being present, absolutely for your children, showing up for them. And again, you're showing to your kids, look, I can live these dreams. I can create this business. I can live, do my passion and be there to support you too. That is possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, and it absolutely is. And, and, you know, sometimes it does take some creative scheduling, <laughs> but that's, that's one of the biggest things with, with my company, um, you know, and, and the hiring that we do is, you know what, if you need to leave every Friday at, you know, one o'clock or two o'clock so that you can go and see your son play baseball or soccer or whatever it is, then you damn well better go. Because I promise you the work's still going to be here tomorrow when you get back in the office, but your son's game's going to be over. So you know what? We can pull together and we can get the orders filled or do whatever we need to do, but you're not going to miss, you're not going to miss your kid's soccer game because you had to work for my company. You're going to go to the soccer game and scream and yell and be a crazy soccer mom or that's whatever right. the case may be. That's right. I am. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, I love it. I, I mean, I, I, it took me so long to learn that, but now that I know that, and I've learned that, I think it's really important to it, to practice that, um, you know, with the people that, that join our team that look, <laughs> you know, business is business. And and there are certain things that, you know, that have to be done or need to be done. And I get that. But if it's not life or death, dude, go to the game, go support your kid, go on family vacation. And if you're having a bad day, then leave early because I promise you, you're not doing any good at work. If you're just, you know what, sometimes you don't have to have a headache or you don't have to be sick. Some days you just need some time by yourself and go take it. Like one of my, oddly enough, one of my favorite things to do when I'm like feeling overly stressed out is I love to go to a nice restaurant and eat by myself. Just not with my phone, not with anybody. I'll just go in. I usually have a notebook with me and I'll just, you know, write down some thoughts or, or even just doodle. But I do. I like, I like to go to nice restaurants and eat alone. (laughs) I love that though, but you know, what works for you. And I think that's, there's so much value in knowing what you need to do sometimes just to recharge. Yeah, it it is. It's, it's really, you know, it's really, it's really simple. It's, it's just having a good meal, a glass of wine or, you know, whatever. And, and just being able to, to gather and collect my thoughts by myself and not have any outside distraction. Um, because, let's be honest, nine times out of 10, I'm eating lunch at my desk. And I hate that. I hate that I do that. I know that I should get up and go somewhere else to eat, but I'm usually, you know, just pounding away. Um, cause I do, I, I have to leave early, you know, someday so that I can go to my kids events. And so I'm usually, you know, taking a bite and keep working to take a bite, keep working. Or Jamie, we're guilty of that too. Yes. I'll speak for Tina and I again, but I promise you, we do that too. Shouldn't yeah. do that, but we definitely do that too. Right, <laughs> But we do so what we easy, gotta but... do to, to get things done so that we can, we can engage and be, you know, a, a, a bigger part of our, our kids' life. And, and I, I just, I do, I can't, I cannot explain that enough for the young moms out there who are, you know, have that drive to be successful and want to have a, a you know, a big career. Your career is really, it's always going to be there, but your kids, man, that time is very limited and it is precious. So, so don't give it away. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was just thinking too, like even taking time to eat by yourself, a nice dinner. Like there's so many things that we can do as moms to show our kids the importance of taking time for ourselves. Um, yeah. 
And the other thing too, is I'm sure you've gone through just as many challenges and heartbreak than you have success. And, and I know there were times in my life where I had a challenge and looking, feeling like as a mom that like, I've, I, my kids are going to be disappointed in me and what are they going to think? And I've let them down. And, and then those examples or those situations are the ones that helped me realize that I'm being real and they're seeing me go through failures and they're watching me, how I pick myself up. So everything that you're saying, just, you know, we don't have to be perfect in being a mom or a wife or whatever, but it's how we pick ourselves up or how we take time for ourselves and, and what that's doing to teach our kids. Yep. Absolutely. There, I don't remember where I read it, but it was something along the lines of, you never know how strong you are until being strong is your only option. And that like, Oh, that hit me. I was like, Holy cow. That's, that's so, that's so true because without a lot of the trials that I have gone through, you know, these things wouldn't have happened. If I would have stayed in just an everyday cush job, then, you know, wouldn't have pushed me to start my own business. And, um, you know, it, when you're going through it, you're not super grateful for the lesson. <laughs> but once you get through it, it it is. It's it's just it's amazing. Like I I was having this conversation with my daughter the other day, and um she's she's so stinking cute. She for her 16th birthday, I bought her um a Jeep Wrangler, and it's so cute. Fits her. It's awesome. I love it. But uh, the transmission unexpectedly went out. And so she was just, you know, she was, oh my gosh, we're not going to have the money to fix it. I can't fix it. And I was like, Kate, you know what? It's fine. It's totally fine. We're going to go and get it fixed. It'll take a couple of days and you'll have your Jeep back and you'll be good to go. And she's like, no, it's, it's too much money. It's this, it's that. I said, you know what? You need to come at it as let's be grateful that we have the money to fix it instead Absolutely. of stressing about having to spend the money to fix it. Because if this would have been, you know, 16 years ago, when, when I was just, you know, starting out and had a young, young baby, I would have never been able to throw down four grand to get a new transmission that, that, that it would not have happened. And I, I mean, I would have figured it out one way or another, but, um, with a different car or whatever the case may be. But so now I'm trying to teach them that, look, yeah, you know what? Sometimes we have to spend money on things we don't want to spend money on, but come at it from gratitude and be grateful that you have the money to get it taken care of instead of having to go without a car for the next, you know, six, nine months, however long it it would take to, to get that money together. So Jamie, when you talk about being an entrepreneur, obviously there's a lot of challenges and maybe some fear that people are feeling that they don't have the security of a regular, you know, eight to or nine to five job or whatever. So what would be some advice or what are some lessons learned that would help our listeners that are like, Oh, I want to do something like her, but I'm scared. It's okay to eat ramen noodles for weeks at a time. It's not going to kill you. You will survive. You might be a little bloated because it's a lot of sodium, (laughs) But, but it's, but it's okay. You know what? You just keep on pushing and don't ever, ever, ever let anybody tell you that you can't do it. Because especially in Utah, we live in like the entrepreneur capital of America, right? There's tons of entrepreneurs here. And I promise you, there's people out there that are more than willing to help you get started. I mean, I, I'm always happy to sit down with somebody who wants to start a business and, and give them some ideas marketing wise, or just, you know, how to get started or what to do. And I know for a fact, I'm not the only person out there who does that. Um, so we, if you, if you're in Utah and you want to start a business, you're in luck because there's a lot of really great people in our community who are more than willing to sit down and, and help you. So don't, and it, you know, it's, it's hard because people are always going to be there's always going to be those people who are negative to what you want to do. And, and that's okay. Use that to fuel that fire, but take that advice of, of what they're saying is negative about your idea or your product and use that because those are the people who are going to give you like that really raw feedback and then take, take that information and make your product or service better. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Um, use that as take that negative and turn it into 
into a positive. Um, I have people that I have people that that I consult with way too often that tell me that somebody has told them that it's not a good idea or that it it's never going to work. It may not work with what you're doing right now, but you know what? I guarantee there's a way you can tweak it to make it work. So that's probably the biggest, the biggest thing is never, ever let anybody tell you you can't do it. See, Jamie, I love everything that you're sharing because truly it's, and just, you know, sharing your story of entrepreneurship, don't be afraid of the struggle and don't ever stop believing in yourself. And I think that's something that unfortunately we do that too much, or we think struggle, we think, you know, fear, we panic, we don't like to be uncomfortable, but, or we don't want to eat ramen noodles all the time, but ramen noodles helped (laughs) you get to where you're at today. So it was, that's worth being, you know, going through those hardships and the struggles to get you to yeah. where you are today. I just, I think, For, yep, absolutely. Super, super inspiring and just getting my mind, um, you know, spinning on ideas and making sure that I'm mindful of that within my own self, with my career and conversations with my children, because we do sometimes box ourselves in and we need to be our, we need to be our biggest cheerleader, especially when you're starting yeah. Absolutely. And you know what, as, as a business owner and entrepreneur, if you're not uncomfortable, then you're not pushing yourself. (laughs) No, that's good. That's good for people to know that. I think people think, Oh, I'm my own, my own boss. It's going to be easy. And you know, it's just going to, you know, just coast and it's going to be a fun ride. And it's a lot of work. It is. It's going to be one of the hardest, but most rewarding adventures that you'll ever go on. And you know what? If you fail, okay, so what? You exactly. know, push that aside yep. and start again. There's a there's a million and one different ideas that that you can do in business just because the first one that you try fails and realistically it it probably will fail. Or you might get lucky and hit the, hit the jackpot. <laughs> if I said the first business that I ever had was a huge success. I'd be freaking, I'd be a damn liar because it was not, it was a complete disaster, <laughs> but I learned a ton, right? It, 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 the business, yes, did fail, but did I fail? No, because I learned so much. And, and you know what I had to do? I had to start a couple businesses before I really got the hang of it. And now, fortunately, you know, the Moxie agency is going into year six and Moxie Blankets is going, is in year two. And I feel good with where both of them are at. And, um, you know, but it, 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 it certainly didn't come without, failure or heartache or mm-hmm. sleepless nights, you know, it, it, it just doesn't. So if you are that person who thinks that being a business owner is really fun and really easy all the time, um, I hate to break it to you, but uh, <laughs> it's not. And just because you build it doesn't mean they will come. <laughs> you know, you have to work hard to get customers in the door. So don't think that you can build a website and then it's just going to magically make the phone ring. You know, there's, there's a lot you have to do to get that phone to ring. Um, but you know, and another, like, don't chase the money, have fun, chase that. the passion, be, be involved in the passion of it. And the money will come. It, mm-hmm. it just, it just will. That's, that's, you know, um, that's the, the, the nature of the game is, is, um, you know, you work hard and you do it with passion. The money's going to come. So Jamie, why Moxie? Where did that, where, what made you decide that was the name of your marketing company? And even with your blankets, the business you started with your team, what made you decide I'm going with Moxie? Uh, I, I love the word Moxie. It's so underutilized. I think it's such a fantastic word, but it's kind of funny because I was sitting, we were, we have our, our Friday night family movie night and we were watching night of the museum the second one and the Amelia Earhart character looks at the main guy and she's like, you've lost your moxie. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And this was right after I had just left the company who broke my heart. Um, that's exactly how I felt. I felt like I had lost my moxie and I was like, Oh, that's it. And, And the moxie agency was born. And then with moxie blankets, when you haven't slept for days on end, or you're really stressed, or you have a lot of anxiety, you do, you lose your moxie. So I was like, Oh, 
dude, boom, like there we go. We can we can have the Moxie agency and Moxie blankets, and it all makes sense, and it's going to be awesome. And and um, so far it has been. I mean, it hasn't come without its heartbreak or hardship, but but it's been it's been awesome. So um, Amelia Earhart gave me that idea for Moxie. <laughs> <laughs> And I just, I loved that character. She, I mean, she was played so well and she's just this, you know, spunky, feisty powerhouse of a woman. And, um, it just, it just fit. So she was just like you. (laughs) (laughs) I would, I would, I would like to think so. Um, but I mean, and even like, you know, the real Amelia Earhart was just you know, if you've ever done any research on yep. her story, she just was, was just fascinating. So it it just fit in so many ways that it was a, uh, it was a no brainer. That's awesome. So what excites you right now with what's going on in your journey? Um, holiday sales excite me. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, that's right around the corner too. I know we're going to have yeah. links so people can check out your products. So yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny, but people are like, oh yeah, Christmas in July. I keep seeing people having Christmas in July sales. And I'm like, I am working on Christmas in July, but I'm working for Christmas in December right now. <laughs> you know, it is, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a pipeline that you got to fill to, to get that up and going. Um, and then of course, you know, fall ball starts August 28th. So I'm super excited for that. And my you know, school is starting and that's always an exciting time. And my niece is getting married on the 21st. And so I'm super excited for her. And, (laughs) and so we've got, you know, all sorts of just really, um, we've got all sorts of fun stuff going on in August. It's going to be, it's going to be a really busy month, but oh man, I'd much rather be busy than bored. I am not a good board person. (laughs) I start buying furniture and plants and it just, (laughs) It, it I am a horrible board person. So it's really, it's really beneficial for me to stay busy. <laughs> I love it. So the Moxie agency is your, um, your services, is that geared towards anybody could reach out to you for marketing and, you know, um, support? Is it business? Like who is your target customer? Yeah, anybody can, but we really focus on small business. Um, and we love I'll our small businesses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do. We, we do love our small, small businesses. Small business doesn't necessarily make you a millionaire in the marketing world. Um, but it, you know, it's not about the money. It, it really is. You know, I want to have a, you know, a nice home for my kids, take them to Disneyland every once in a while. But, you know, above that, like, you know, we don't, we don't need a whole lot. So I do. I love to work with small businesses because those are the people who we can make the biggest impact for and who, who really need it the most. Like they, a lot of these small businesses that we deal with, they, they literally have no idea how to market their, their product or service. And we can just make such a big impact um, and help them so much that that's really where we, where we, where we spend our most, our most time. We'll do some contracts. Um, or not contract work, we'll do some project work for larger companies that, that, um, come in and need a rebrand or they're working on a specific campaign and, and, and we'll definitely do that. But really, um, it's, 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 it's small business. Well, I just, I do. I love business. Oh, I, I, and I know I've said (laughs) that like three or four times, but it's so true. I feel like they really are like the heart of a community, right? Like you're your your neighbors, they're your friends, they're your your family. And yeah, that's why it's so important to support local businesses. So I think that's great. That's exactly who your guys's focus is, is helping those businesses thrive. Yeah, it, it, it really is. And, and um, you know, it's so funny because they'll come in and they'll, they'll be like, well, we need some marketing help. And this is a proposal that this other company gave me. And I just, I, I think I'm going to do it, but I don't know. And I'm like, well, one, your marketing budget should never be 90% of your revenue. That's way too high. So let's scale back a little bit. Um, but it, it's just like simple things like that, that, 
that they're just, they don't know. And oh man, it drives me nuts when they come in. They're like, well, I know I was told I need this, 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 and this, and I have to pay for this and this. And I'm like, no, you can get 90% of that for free. Like there's (laughs) so many resources that people can use. And it's so sad because they just don't know that they have all of these resources, like the SBDC or the Women's Entrepreneurial conference or um, women in business, you know, there's, there's so many different avenues they could take to get the work done for way cheaper. Um, So just educating on that is, is, is really fun. And that we do that. We actually do that quite a bit. And, you know, we don't, we don't, we certainly don't get paid for that, but man, if I can, if I can save you a couple dollars and help you with through like the SBDC or whatever. Um, I'm all about it because the struggle is real as a, as a small business. I love that you're sharing your knowledge and experience to help build others up. And I think oftentimes we find people are, they just hold on and, and, or they charge you a ton just to have this little piece of what could happen. And you, you just really are sharing your passion and the challenges that you've experienced to help other people be successful. And, and that's what DTR is about is promoting, you know, each other, promoting our community and lifting each other up. And so you're yeah. like perfect for our show. <laughs> utilizing, your, you. utilizing your platform to elevate others. Mm-hmm. I think isn't that's like yeah. you're saying, Jamie, it's not always about money, like that fiscal focus and elevate yep. utilizing a platform to elevate others. That's more rewarding than anything else would be. Yeah. I mean, small business is hard. We've got to stick together. It is, you know, it's certainly not for everyone. And, um, you don't have to go through like the hardship of owning a business by yourself. There's, there's, there's an entrepreneur out there that has the answer to your question. I guarantee it. There's an entrepreneur out there who has already gone through what you're going through right now. (laughs) And they're more than willing to help you. See, and I love that. So people supporting, supporting people, right? Like that's so, um, I think comforting to know, cause like what Tina was saying, there are people that you'll run into in careers that it's like, well, I'm in competition with you. And it's like, why yeah. are you having that type of mindset? It's just like, Hey, you, you have a dream. You've got a goal. You're wanting to do good. Let, you know, karma in a sense, like I'm going to do good for you and yeah. come back eventually, you know, right. Like, or just yep. being good people. Yeah, it it really does. It's so funny that you say that because, you know, when you're out there helping other people, it always comes back around. It may not be in a financial aspect, but in one way or another, it always comes back. And, and, you know, that's just one thing that, that I've tried to teach my kids is, you know what, if you have the opportunity to, you know, pay somebody a compliment or to help somebody do it, because not only do you help that person, but it makes you feel really good too. And you know, it's just good karma. (laughs) Yeah. So Jamie, with all the support advice that you give to your clients and to your friends and family, if you could give yourself a piece of advice to your younger version, what would it be? Figure out what it is that you love to do and then figure out a way to make money doing it. I love that. Good answer, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know what? you're going to spend an awful lot of time at work. So if you hate what you do, that's a lot of time being miserable. And life is way too short to be miserable all the time. So you don't necessarily have to start your own business, but you better make damn sure you like what you do. Because <laughs> it is just not worth it to, to be in a crappy job all day, every day. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. You got to pay your dues. And sometimes you have to start out in some positions that you don't necessarily love, but that's okay. You don't have to stay there forever. Um, but, but it is, I mean, my, my dad taught me that from a, from a young age. He, he worked for the post office for gosh, like 33 years. And, you know, he loved the people, but he, he didn't, he didn't love the work, you know, and he, he wasn't treated real great. Cause you know, he's, it was post office. And, and so he used to always just tell me, you know, figure out what it is that you love and then find a way to make money doing it. And I took that, I took that information to heart and that's exactly what it did. (laughs) 
No, I love that. Jamie, thank you so much for coming on our platform tonight and sharing your story. You have such a yes, powerful, inspiring story. And we we love our local businesses and we love our entrepreneur women entrepreneurs. Yes. So again, yeah. thank you for coming on our platform, sharing your story. And I'm just so excited to have you part of the DTR family. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I am super grateful to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, we will make sure all your links are posted uh, when we when we share the podcast. So thank you so yeah. much, Jamie. Yeah. It's been awesome. And let's do, uh, can we do a promo code for Moxie Blanket? Sure. Oh, love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Let's do, uh, what do you typically do? DTR, like we could do DTR 2021? I love it. Yeah, I think that sounds cool. great. And we'll make sure that all Done of you deal. guys know. So <laughs> thank you so much. So for our DTR family, thank you so much, Jamie. Make sure that yeah. you go check out Moxie Blankets and remember our DTR 2021 for your, your code. You got it. Let's thank thanks, it. Jamie. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> Tina Kay, what an amazing conversation. So fortunate that we got to have Jamie on the podcast tonight. Yes. What a, uh, what an example for uh, women's empowerment. I, I mean, I, we definitely support empowerment no matter who you are, but just to have her come on the show and show what's possible and kind of where she started to where she, where she got to and just that excitement in her, in her voice and everything that she's demonstrating to her kids too, while being successful. It's pretty, pretty cool. No, I, to me, Jamie definitely is the definition of resilience. Mm -hmm. And I loved how she overcame the stories people were telling her about herself. It's so interesting how people, you know, um, unfortunately, maybe they think it, they're doing it as, you know, a best interest to someone, but putting negative labels on somebody or telling them, you know, their story in a negative way. And, and instead of, you know, inspiring or being supportive. And that really, unfortunately can really impact people to start believing, you know, these oh, yeah. negative stories about ourselves. Yeah. Cause you do, you start, uh, you start accepting their story as your own mm -hmm. instead of looking at possibilities. Possibilities has been one of the things I, words I think I've been talking about the last couple of weeks is just looking at possibilities. And that's definitely what she has done and, um, where she, where she's been and, and um, just that excitement that she brings, not letting someone interfere with her journey by believing in that story that she made it made a change, rerouted her direction. And I also have to just, you know, just share, too, I thought it was amazing about the importance of our priorities, right? And just in the workplace, we do want to be successful. We want to, you know, rise to the top, but it's also what are we having to sacrifice to be at that point and to be able to, you know, for her to believe in herself, create something that she loves and that she's passionate about, but also that her family, that quality time, her family being present for her children, that is the the focus of everything. And I just think that's so important because I think too often it's always in reverse. I know in my work career, I've made that same choices too, and, or that same been in that same situation where work and get, you know, right. Being there early, staying late, working way past my tour of duty, working on the weekends and, you know, kind of losing sight of, you know, I'm doing this for my kids, but technically like I'm losing out on that precious time with them. So it's just, it's important to keep perspective. Yeah. I think it really comes down to those, um, life-defining moments where something happens and, and you're just alerted to the reality of the situation and, and hearing her story about losing that job that she had worked so hard for. I know you and I both have stories for our, uh, day, day life. But, um, you know, just there's been examples to me that really just turned my life around and, and how I looked at my family and my children and where I learned to place the priority, um, or just enhance where I'd already placed it, but not willing to sacrifice or marry a job. I so that, no, that's so, so true. And yes, I absolutely can relate to that. And, and to our listeners, our, our call to action to you guys would be definitely don't listen to the negative stories that other tell you about your, your journey, your story. You get to be the writer of that. You get to dictate, you know, what limits you have and what your chapters are going to entail. That's up to you. Absolutely. 
And also how exciting. I'm so grateful that Jamie, for our listeners, please make sure you go and always remember, because that's a big thing about DTR, support your local businesses Mm -hmm. and the story. And I love again, how she incorporated her children in her business, but please make sure that you go and you check out Moxie Blankets. We're going to have all of the links for her company um, and the website in our bio links like we always do, but please make sure you check that out, support our local businesses. And remember um, the code you guys can use is DTR 2021. You'll get get $20 off your entire purchase. So, um, go support local businesses and her blankets are beautiful and they're awesome. So please make sure you do that. I'm buying mine. That's my call to action. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Cause I will be doing the same because my children love blankets. I love blankets. That's why I loved when Jamie's like, I want one. I'm like me too. <laughs> Cause you buy stuff for your kids and then you're like, Ooh, this, this is nice. Mommy needs this too. <laughs> But just always remember, um, always remember to dare to rise. We're so grateful for everybody who's been on this journey with us, supporting us, Tina and I, in our dream that we're, you know, creating this platform. So we're just grateful for the people that support us. Please make sure to always check out our website, follow us on our social media platforms and just keep being amazing and choosing to dare to rise. Boop, boop. Riding downtown in New York City. I know you wanna be there. I bring See, you away. Party in the club like that track from Fitty. Cause life is so good. Let's go and vibe with me. Riding downtown in New York City. I know you wanna be there. I bring you with me. This is what I'm doing. Tell me that you wanna do it with me. This is what I'm doing. Tell me that you'll do it with me.